Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I wanted to wanted to talk to you about uh, bridges, about cars what? and boats that you talked about earlier. About what? Bridges, cars, and boats. Now we're talking about bridges over, over the uh, causeway, not the ones in your mouth. I don't have any, my friend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Calm it's down, sir. Take a deep breath. Fine and dandy. Those are regulated by the United uh, Corps of Engineers. Uh, you knew that, didn't you? No. Well, it is. All bridges over navigable waterways. See, if, are I, if I knew that, them. I wouldn't have been asking, see. What's that? I said if I knew the answer to the question, I wouldn't have asked it in the first place. Okay, well, all I'm saying, sir, is that the United States Corps of Engineers are the ones that regulate bridges over navigable waterways. Over what? Navigable waterways. Yes, sir, okay. Okay? Yeah. So it's up to them to decide what time yeah. the bridges should not be open. To the marine traffic. Yes. And what time should they not be open to marine traffic, sir? I'm telling you that they come up with the times. Well, what what is the time? I believe it's at rush hour times, sir, that they are not open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine traffic. So, in other words, any schlep with a boat can come along and back up traffic for that two miles. That is absolutely correct. Well, what kind of a communist bunch of crap is that? That is not a communist bunch of crap, sir. Sounds like you some kind of Neanderthal fascist Tommy Pinko uh, You've got conspiracy to me. Automobiles to one boat. Right, exactly. And a boat is going to stop for five thousand cars. Is that it? No, I think that fifty thousand cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do. Man, you better know your laws, Mister, because you sure don't. That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed. To boat traffic and a hurricane, too. I want the bridges closed, period, okay? I want them closed. I want the bridge tender to go home and watch uh, MTV and get the hell out of our lives. In other words, you I want like those boat, bridges closed. Let them use the Julia Tuttle, okay? You don't, Let them use the MacArthur like Causeway. Boat, I think they ought to go on the George Washington Bridge and jump all the bridge tenders. How do you like that, sir? Well, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid, idiotic jerk. Miami, hello. Oh, you caught me changing ears. Well, excuse me. Sorry, one of my ears. It's like fell catching Elaine Ettor changing noses. <laughs> well, I'm one of those closet nearlies. Well, I, see, I dragged you out of the in, closet. Come out, come out wherever you are. <laughs> when clients come into my office, I lower the radio. I don't want them to hear what I'm listening to. When your clients come in, you lower it? The radio. Oh. That is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, um, people are, were talking about the the morning show there at the radio station, but I think it's, like, one of the best ones because if you hear FM in the morning, it's, like, dead. I yeah. used to listen to FM in the morning no more. It is so dead. It is unreal. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't hear any more Nelsons. Would you play a Nelson song? Uh, you know, somebody, oh, everybody on. that calls here today wants I something. I never, I never, never, this is like my oh, fourth call. Oh, man, it's your first call, or what out of the, the box? Call. Neil, it's my fourth call. Oh, your fourth I've never, call. never asked you for anything. It doesn't have to be right now. It can be at your convenience. I'm continuing to listen. Well, I'm looking for it. Huh? I'm okay, looking well, for it. You know, don't strain yourself. I don't want you to strain yourself. Well, but if, I've I've never... fi- if I found him, I might. Strain yourself? Yeah, if I found Nelson. Oh, it's way at the bottom. Don't fall over now. I You're an old timer. I got it. 
you know what it, how it is when you break bones when you're old. Yeah, I sure right. do when you're old and crinkly. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, they're getting kind of seedy anyway, the Nelsons, you know? Really? Aren't I they think, getting a little seedy? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't hear, you know. I, mean, I got their CD right here. I do, too. I have it at home. I have the CD, but I don't have a CD player, so I, I go through it. Oh, thank you. Boy, did that do it that for you? Fixed. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sound like you had an emotional experience there. Yeah. It was very uplifting. Okay. Well, have a good weekend. Okay, well, listen, crank it up and just the blare it in all their faces. Come out, stand up for uh, Uncle Neil, will you? I'll try. My, we're dying over here. Our whole, our whole audience uh, drove off the uh, George Washington Bridge in a gigantic bus in April, and they all died. Well, so we I, need... I listen to you get hysterical sometimes, but I, sometimes I want to pick up the phone and tell you, listen, I'm listening, but I can't. My bosses are here. And they call you scum radio, so I really can't. Idiotic. Exactly. They call me what? Your bosses call me what? Scum radio. Oh, man. Tell them to look in the mirror. Tell them if they want to see again? real scum, look in the mirror. The lawyers, too, so. Well, that, 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 that speaks for that. itself. You bet. Have a great day. You, too. See ya. One in seven Americans suffers from a terrible affliction. And while others find it funny, to those who have it, it's no laughing matter. It's called frequent burping syndrome. It's terrible. I'll, I'll be on a date or a business meeting and, and, <laughs> excuse me. See, see what happens? Frequent burping syndrome. It can ruin your life, but it doesn't have to. Now there's a clinic that can help. Trained specialists sensitive to the needs of compulsive belchers. A special place known as Burp Enders. Gosh, Burp Enders saved my life. Uh, Joanne and I were in love. I, I really wanted to ask her to marry me, but I just knew that when the moment of truth came, I'd let out with a big ripper. You know. Burp Enders. No shame, no guilt, no more tummy rumbling, smelly belches, no more stopping in mid-sentence to uncork a big cheesy blaster. Just caring professionals and the help you need. Don't wait. Here's the number to call. 555-2877. That's 555. Burp Enders. Call today and stop being so gross. I have no life. Well, all the requests, all the time, on I-61. That's enough. Okay, did I say 21 till uh, 1? Twice? Here's a lady in Hollywood. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi. Happy Memorial Day weekend. And the same to you. I'm a first-time caller. Well, that's great. Are you sneaking out of the closet today? <laughs> well, my husband has an unbelievable sticker on his car. Yeah. And uh, we were up in Boca at the town center eating, and this guy walks by, and he says, What are you doing with that sticker on your car? He's such a jerk, and he started calling you all these names. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How did he know it was your car that had the sticker on it? We were walking to it. You know, oh, I see. The key and he was just hanging out in the parking lot. He yeah. was like, I don't know, he was like, you know, one of these people that goes to Publix, you know, and pushes the car. How old was he, about 110? Yeah, but he was angry. You know, well, oh. they're all angry here. Everybody who comes here is, <laughs> really, it's like a dead town, you know. Everybody comes here is either like a serial killer or angry or yeah. running from something. But anyway, so my husband Or says, just eating a lot of bran flakes. Yeah, well, that's true. 
But it, it was really cool because, you know, I had just started listening to you, and, and I was, like, you know, standing there like, why are you talking about Neil? You know, it was, was kind of cute. But well, what the hell is it, his business in I the first place? I don't know. It's place. none of his business. That's the point. That's they, what I would have told him. Mind your own stupid business, you old fart, you yes. disgusting geriatric ball of crap. I know. They, they walk the parking lot. They have nothing to do. Oh, I wanted man. to ask you a question um, about, did you hear on the news today about, they're talking about the Graves disease that they diagnosed uh, President Bush with? No. Well, they diagnosed him with Graves' disease, which is the same thing his wife had. Right. Okay, well, they're talking about now that it might be coming from the White House plumbing. Are you serious? Well, I don't know. They said that if the plumbing's really old, it could be causing, like, immunological problems. And, of course, uh, Dan Quayle has kids under 16, and that's who it hits first. And I don't know if it really could Boy. cause that, but they said the plumbing's really old, and it could cause they're looking into that. Isn't that weird? That is strange. I know George Washington had a lot of problems with his plumbing. <laughs> A lot of people down here have problems with their plumbing. Yeah, too. and teeth problems, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of wooden look all the time. Oh, so what are you going to do this weekend, Neil? Uh, I'm working Monday, so I'm not going anywhere this weekend. I'm going to Pompano Park tomorrow night for the quarter horses, and uh, that's about it. You know, uh, when, they, when they make you work on Monday, they screw up your whole weekend. Yeah. I thought I want to make it sound like sour grapes, even though it is. Well, you have a great show, Neil, and I, what I really like is that you, you don't take yourself seriously. The guy who called up about the boat, well, he was ready to have a heart attack, huh? Yeah. Well, that's the bridge. He's one of those old farts from Boca with a boat. Yeah. He, he says 50,000 cars should stop for the one boat. He right. He kind of had it backwards. What he's know? trying to say is they should stop for him because he's a disgusting, grotesque old fart, <laughs> and he doesn't give a crap about anybody. Well, Neil, I think you're great, and I, I, we've got to have something positive in South Florida, so I think it's you. Thank you. Hang in there. Have a wonderful life. You too. Bye. Bye. Wasn't she nice? Man. She was great. Although there are those in the audience, they don't like to hear that kind of call. Enough of the sucking. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. They should all be angry and hostile. You're right. Let's uh, take a call from North Miami. Hello. Good day. Good day. Nice talking to you. Well... I uh, got a little spiral. I don't know if you're aware of it, but I saw Alan the Dean Burke on the Morton Down Downey Jr. show recently. What do you mean on the Morton Downey Jr. show? He's not doesn't have a show. You mean the one on CNBC that's getting canceled? Was he on that show? Well, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Sounds like we're going to lose you any second, sir. I've been laughing a lot with your show today. It Sounds was like you're in the hopper. Then you pulled it out. Then I pulled it out? Right. Well, I w I'd laugh at that, too, believe me. What about Stand By Me by Benny King? What about it? Play it. <laughs> you know, you sound pathetic enough, I just might. Is it, was that, like, the strategy? I doesn't know. Well, it works. Okay, I might just do it. He sounds so, man, oh, man, depressed and desperate. I think he woke up this morning, looked around, and discovered where he was. That would do it for me. 1243 at WIOD. If we just played all the requests we got, that would kill the next hour and a quarter to two. By the way, don't forget we lucked out. Hurricanes kicked Portland's ass last night, 13 to 1 in the regional. It wasn't last night. It was yesterday afternoon, but it's embarrassing to admit that because we didn't carry it. And so they aren't going to play in the loser's bracket, which would be another afternoon game we wouldn't carry. So uh, we got real lucky. They won, and that means we will carry it because it starts at 630. We'll have the pregame at 620. Speaking of comatose, Joe Zagaki will be there with Sonny. Here's a, uh, I wonder if Sonny every now and then reaches over and, like, kicks Joe. You know, like in a horse and harness racing where every now and then the driver, like, reaches out and kicks the horse to try to make him, wake him up when he's making that big move? By the way, Kevin Wallace won a race at Hazel Park Wednesday night. It's a miracle. Let's go to a lady in Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Good. How are you? 
all the ladies are just flinging that closet door open today and uh, coming forward and standing up to be counted. This is true. I'm, I just started listening to you about a week ago. A week ago? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. Where the hell have you been all our lives? Well, I've been listening to FM. Oh, God, FM is so bad here. Yeah, I know. But, you know, mostly cassettes I listen to, actually, because yeah, I, I can't stand it. the radio stations. But, um, well, how's it been so far? Oh, it's been great. Actually, mm. I was going to ask you to play Burp Enders, and while I was sitting on hold, I heard it. Well, I have a psychic thing, you know. Oh, God, you kill me. You are killing me. Huh. But um, anyway, I wanted to make a comment about the guy with the boats and stuff. Yeah. I think they should just make the bridges bigger. That's, that what, that's what my dentist said. <laughs> I think that would solve all the problems. Yeah. How come? How, well, you're, you're up in Palm Beach, right? Yeah. Well, how come we have some bridges, like down here we have the MacArthur, well, no, MacArthur's got a bridge on it, like the Julia Tuttle Causeway, uh -huh. and they don't have any bridge on there because they build it high enough so that even the tallest of boats, even the Queen Mary, can uh, flip under there. Oh, exactly. Well, like the Lake Worth Bridge going over to Lake Worth Beach. Yeah. That thing's so high, it never goes up. Exactly. And then the one going into Palm Beach, it's so short, it goes, it goes up for a little rowboat. Yeah. You know, it drives me nuts. But, anyway... Um, I just well, you know, we have so many pathetic uh, geriatric old farts, so many impotent old farts here. They wanted to build something in this town that would go up once in a while. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, I just wanted to call and tell you how great I think you are. Well, thank you. Man. Well, you're welcome. You're just getting compliments all day today. Enough of the sucking. Okay, okay. We'll <laughs> cut it out. Have a great holiday. Okay, you too. Can I call a couple people douchebags? Sure. Okay, I want to call um, Bob Bartley a douchebag and Kathy Creel a douchebag. Jim Ferguson, a douchebag, and especially Dave Hartman, a douchebag. Okay. Have a good one. You too. Bye, Neil. See ya. Boy, the closet door is just uh, working its way open. And they're all pouring out. When in doubt, pour it out. Here's a lady in Miami. Hi, Neil. Hi. First time caller. Great. I've only been listening for eight years, but first time caller. Well, you're a little slow, like most people here. I just thought I'd give you a little chuckle. You know that journalist, Mr. Geraldo? Oh, yeah, that great journalist. You know what he has today? I can hardly wait. The disabled and sex. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I just saw that on TV, and I thought I'd give you a chuckle. <laughs> oh, God, I hate to think what they're going to be doing with those canes today. <laughs> Have a nice weekend, darling. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Geraldo, why don't you just admit it, okay? You're just, you're just jealous of Al Goldstein. That's what it's all about. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463. Is Laura gone for the day or something? Is she gone? Because I want to do something with that card. I did that spot, much to my chagrin and dismay, that I didn't want to do to make Jeff Clark happy since he's such a miserable creep. And I guess we could put it in there. I'll give it to him during the news break, see what we're going to do with it. I don't like putting stuff in there because I don't want to mess up their beautiful carts. Highland Beach. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. What do you think, uh... Adabelli was uh, pointing at when he got thrown out of the game the other night. He had a giant booger on his nose, and he kept saying to uh, the umpire, here, chomp on this, pal. <laughs> he got him laughing right before he got thrown out. Too. Which umpire is that? That's uh, Ripley, Steve Ripley. He didn't look like he was taking it. And I think he kept telling him, believe it or not. Yeah, no, well, did I you see he had that look of disbelief on his face, too? Like, what are you saying? Did you see that? It was oh, kind of really absolutely. interesting to he see the he, look he on Ripley's face. He couldn't believe what he was hearing. Yeah, I like Altabelli. He's okay in my book. Yeah, I thought he could have done a good job. But he's no Jim Essien, man. This guy, oh. he's a Mr. Rah-Rah. He's up and down, pacing that dugout, clapping his hands, waving his cap. He's okay. He's 40 years young. Yeah. He looks about 60, by the way. 60. Neil, uh, I live around Boca Raton, and I don't think I've ever spoke to anybody who's ever got a book from Arbitron. Yeah. Well, this last trend, where I'm going to personally conduct an investigation. I'm hiring Don Corleone, Jr., 
and Luca Brazzi, and we're going to find out what the hell is going on over I there. I think Luca passes them out. I think uh, where they put the, where they get, uh, in fact, I'd like to talk to somebody who's ever had one and find out where they mail them to, because they don't mail them to Beltsville. They mail them to somewhere here. I've never seen one. And then somebody here in some computer place gets their hands on them, and they feed, the in, they feed it into a computer here, and then it goes up to Beltsville, and they do the final uh, whatever they do with it up there. They don't know what They sit on it and stomp it around, but... Neil, I got one, ask, one more question to ask. Because I remember in the Birch Report, when I was uh, on INZ at night, yeah, and we discovered that the Birch Report, which does their things by phone and also on WS News, I had these gigantic numbers in Arbitron, and, and Birch was always, like, very low. And we discovered that there were a bunch of Cuban high school girls who used to do the uh, research and make the phone calls. Yeah. And, like, if somebody, because naturally my name for many years has been, like, poison in certain segments of the Cuban community... Uh, they would mention my name. They wouldn't put it down, or they'd put some other station. Yeah. So these tend to be some very bizarre. In other words, when your whole livelihood is in the hands of a few very uh, peculiar people, you have to start wondering, you know? Funny name, Arbitron. Yeah. Something a, sinister in it. I got a friend of mine who's uh, going through uh, withdrawals, major horny, and uh, you're getting a lot of women calling you today. I think that's wonderful. Maybe they could give him some hints. Give him hints on what? I don't know. He's just, he, I mean, I'm afraid to jog in front of him, Neil. I don't know what to do with this guy. <laughs> what is his problem? Doesn't he have a life? How He's old a good is this guy? Point? He's a good-looking guy. He needs to have some encouragement. And Elaine, so says, Elaine said send him over right now, okay? She'll take care of him. Oh, she needs to. Yeah. In closing, Davidson, you know what you are. Okay. Bye. See you. Elaine says he can come and uh, just sit on my nose. Just the nose. Is I don't know. He's gone. Hey, listen, in your case, if he's breathing, that's young enough for you. And listen, pay no attention to what Fat Rich says. I think your nose looks fine, okay? In spite of what this fat slob said. He's a good one to talk, okay, with a schnoz the size of the Brooklyn Bridge. He's a good one to be talking. No brother sucking. It's the one to two hour. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? The music of the 60s. Parsley sage rosemary. Haunting melodies, timeless lyrics, the music a generation marched to. But now it's music you can break dance to. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Uh-huh. Boss, there's Sage, and Time. Check it out. Yes, Crapco Records, SF the songs of the 60s to the beat of the street. Imagine the music of Judy Collins and the rapping of Curtis Flow. Well, I've looked at live from both sides now. From up and down, and still somehow, it's life's illusions. Check it out. That I recall, I really don't know life at all. Check it out, check it out. Yes, it's all available on one incredible 12-record set, Crapping on the 60s. From Trapco, here the fat boys do Dylan. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play your jam for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll be following you. Check it out. Now that's crapping on the 60s, exclusively from Crapco Records, where we always say, If you'll buy this, you'll buy anything. Check it out. 107 at WIOD. You know what we haven't done today? Oh, boy, I'll get to it in a second. We didn't hear any Larry Lujak today or that WLS jingle. How the hell can we have a day without that? Right, Ron? Okay. Yeah. It was your buddy Harrison said to Brooks last night after last night's Met game. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, perfect. Okay, let's dedicate that to Hubie Brooks and all the Mets fans. Now, how come I punched up uh, cut number 15 on here and it says it's an error? I don't get it. How the hell is that possible? Did I put the wrong CD in the machine? Is it the wrong CD in the thing here? Let's see. I don't get it. We have a real... Don't tell me we got another CD problem here. Everything's been going so damn well. It says error. What's going on with this thing here? Do you hear anything? That's the wrong one. That's the wrong disc and the wrong thing. Okay, that, expl that explains it. Okay, it's 108. Let's go to Miramar. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? My brother works for Arbitron up in Bethesda. Oh, yeah? Well, get his ass straightened out, sir. I don't know. He's been there like six years, and I asked him about a year ago, have you ever heard of Neil Rogers? He said I've been no. listening to you for about three years. Yeah. He said no. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it, because he calls, he calls Miami like twice a week. Yeah. And anyway, I just want to call Frank Robinson a douchebag, and the Orioles suck. Well, you're right about both, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Well, there must be something on here I can queue up. Damn it, I got to do this once or I just can't get through the whole day. Sometimes... Uh, boy, there's nothing on this CD that anybody ever want to hear again. This is a bubblegum CD. Green Tambourine, Simon Says. And then, of course, uh, Cheryl's favorite... Okay, 109 at WYOD. Let's go to West Palm Beach. Hello. Well, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, well, I was going to start out by talking about a couple of Jack Nicholson movies. But first, for the next 54 seconds, we at IOD will bring you an important message about your toilet. First, <laughs> approach the bowl. If you wish to flush, look for a shiny object. That's okay, moving along, sir. Let's get with it. Press Come it on. down. You will notice that there's a okay. family. 110 at WYOD. We have an overline in Palm Beach. We just don't have time for uh, amateur comedy today, okay? Call up Eric Lambert. See if it flies by him. Whatever happened to them, by the way? Talk about flash in the pan. Two live Jews? Boy, oh, boy. Somebody took their uh, matzo balls away, I guess. Or just... Anyway, 655-9463. Boy, look at that. Adam's got a big smile out there. That must mean that Cheryl went home for the long holiday weekend and isn't harassing him in the hallway anymore. Boy, what a sigh of relief. Really, she's been just uh, following him up and down the hall. She is so hot for that kid. You would, I've never seen anything like it. The transformation in her and, uh, man, people are talking about all over the building. Seriously. She was fondling him in the uh, production room there for a while. Got a couple of interesting country and western song titles in the mail here. Oh, yeah? Don't cut any wood, baby, because I'll be coming home with a load. <laughs> <laughs> Now I feel better. Now the show can continue. 115 at WIOD. Okay, he'll be Brooks special there for you. West Palm Beach. Neil. Yes, sir. Can we get a little older on these songs? Oh, I'm sorry. How about, are, how about 1842? You're ancient, buddy. Yeah, I know. Your history. Okay, nice hearing from you, Mr. Uh, drug addict. You know who that was, don't you? You're a good pal. Mr. Rope-a-dope, without the rope. One open line at Broward, 524-WYOD, Palm Beach on the Star Line. <laughs> 
Neil. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing it. This is unbelievable. What a coincidence. A lot of coincidences today. The reason why I've been holding was to talk to you about Larry Lujak. Really? And WLS. And I'm sitting here on hold and listening to these great jingles. And, oh, I called you a couple of weeks ago. Was, was that one bit that you had played, and I guess what it was? It was the Larry Lujak and all that. And I music, WLS. Yeah. That brings back unbelievable memories. I... My brother still lives in Chicago, and I told him to go through a bunch of old albums, and um, I came up with one of his um, Animal Story albums, and he sent it down to me. Well, where the hell is it? Everybody uh, everybody keeps promising me. No, I got no, the, no. I got the guy who was sending me the Bob Prince stuff. I still haven't seen it. There's another guy with Larry Lujak Animal Story thing, which I haven't seen. That's, uh, that's what I got. I got the, the volume three, and it was, uh, I think, in like 81. Well, old Tommy, here's a couple of country and western song titles that some people made up. You can put me in jail and throw away the key, but you can't keep my face from breaking out. <laughs> she smoked during instead of afterwards. <laughs> 89 WLS. Wow. That? that exciting? Wow. Doesn't that do it for you? That does it for Doesn't me, that send now. a ripple of excitement throughout your uh, disgusting, gross body? It sure does. Yeah. I, do you guys gonna, are you having any kind of remote anywhere in the near future or anything? Yes, sir. We're doing another miracle. I'm so glad you asked. On Friday, June 14th, it's Veterans Day, and WIOD and the Miracle salutes all the veterans. It's going to be a big, big night. I'll bring it there that, that night. 50 cents admission for all the peons and free admission for all the veterans and their families. And we're looking to pack that place. Find out if we still have an audience. It's Friday. June 14th at the Miracle, and we hope it's just tremendous or we're all getting out of the business. Sounds great, Neil. I'll see you there, then I'll bring it with me. Okay. All right, Neil. Thanks. Mark the date on your calendars now. I'm so glad he reminded me, because you know what a Torp Denenberg is. He would never, we'd go on for days and days, and then like two days before, he'd remind me, oh yeah, I mentioned we're going to be there. Right. Friday, June 14th. Veterans Day, big night at the Miracle. We want to break last year's attendance record. We want to have 4,000 people there doing it. And we ought to be able to break last year's record because no Gilbert this time. That should bring out like another 2,000 who can't handle him anymore, like me. Miami. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Listen, I couldn't believe that great sports department couldn't muster up enough uh, cloud to do the U.M. game yesterday. That has nothing to do with the sports department, sir. That has to do with our upper-level management that had too many spots on that we didn't want to lose the revenue on. We can't afford to put it on. Well, the sports department, you can be sure, is always ready at a moment's notice to preempt anything on this station. Why not lately? The sports department seems pretty comatose because I think they're still mourning the death of uh, Bobby Weaver. What? 118 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751-9463, 751-WIOD. Nice hearing from Ed Kaplan. Let's go to Atlanta. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Great. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. And the same to you, for whatever that means. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Neil, is it it's true you used to uh, announce the Expos games down here? The West Palm Expos, yes, sir. Right. I'm going to go to a game tonight. Uh to have a good time. Uh, wish you were there to announce. No, not me. Oh, okay. Well, hey, on another thing, the Cubs last night. Mm -hmm. When you can pull a squeeze off twice in one inning, you're doing it. When you can squeeze it twice in one inning, you're really doing it. <laughs> you got that. Right. That's what Mark Grace says. Really, that was. Uh, I, I didn't think that uh, their new manager would uh, pull that up, that one off. I, well, he's pulling it off. Anything off he can get, sir. He's <laughs> uh, pulling out all the stops. It's now or never. As long as it produces victories, uh, I'm yep. a Mets fan, and I'm taking a whipping. We we suck. 
Well, I think Harrelson is in the same coma that Don Zimmer was in. I mean, he just isn't making any moves. I thought they'd for sure pinch run for Cerrone there. And not only did he not pinch run for him, but then he tried to run him on a hit and run, and he got thrown out by like 75 yards. Uh, it was just uh, amazing. <laughs> Neil, he had to slide into first in, uh, I don't know, was it, fifth inning or something to uh, get on base. Yeah. Yeah, that was great, that belly flop slide into first. That was outstanding. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was even better when Hojo was picked off base, and then he made it back to first, and two pitches later they tried running him. He got thrown out by 5,000 paces. <laughs> great. Hey, listen, Neil, in closing, uh, I'd like to call a couple of friends of mine douchebags. I'm sure you would. Okay, Don Nelson and Robert Connor, you're tremendous douchebags. Okay. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice life. 20 after. that people are still having wrecks. Defensive driving courses have absolutely no effect. Sheriffs and constables constantly warn them, but people are still having wrecks because their brakes won't stop them. Do you realize that people are still having wrecks? They've been told not to. Could it be that they are deaf? When you see them changing lanes, you will know that they're deranged by their rate of velocity. Do you understand me? Hello, officer. Hello, officer. People are still having wrecks. Detectors keep on chirping. Nothing makes them stop. Their brakes are not working. People are still having wrecks. They've been going on for quite a while. Perhaps it's not their vehicle. So they know they'll go in style. People are still having wrecks. Eat your heart out, Johnny. Bet you Johnny Dark wishes he could play that on the coast about four or five times this afternoon. Right, Ron? Is, uh, is this the A1? A1 police service. Good morning. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I've been trying to get a hold of you all morning. This is uh, Don. This is Don Imus over at uh, WGAR, and I have a friend here with me that would like to, uh, that has a couple of questions he'd like to ask you. Do you, uh, do you know anything about ammunition, or do you sell ammunition? We sell ammunition. You sell ammunition. All right, uh, what he wants is a silver bullet, a silver, uh, silver coated bullet. Actually, is what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. Thank you. Winchester, he says, makes it. Okay, good job, Ron. Can't understand it, but it's great. Don Imus, Hollywood. Hello. Clicking line? Is it clicking? Oh, it is. Okay, that's the first one all day. We would not want you to go away for a long holiday weekend without one good click. Open line on the clicking line, 524-WIOD, Gulfstream. Neil. Yeah. What's going on? How you doing? All right. Hey, what are those Larry, those Larry Lujak tapes? Yeah. Those, I don't know. They're pretty weak, man. I think. Larry Lujak or is pretty tape. weak? I don't know. Larry just, Lujak? Doesn't that guy, it sounds like he's forcing that laughter. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds just, like the bird. Yeah, exactly. Pretty weak. He's great. Anyway, um... Uh, Cubs game, what, see the Cubs game last night? Yes, sir. Not bad. I like those, that squeeze, those, uh, that double squeeze We there. squeezed it. We went in doubt. Squeeze it out. Yeah. That's what we did. I like that. Jim Essien's doing it. 
Doug Desenzo is God. Three and two, and he laid it down there, man, under pressure. Here comes Dunstan, and boy, he just had to get it down there. He did it. Classic. And Paul Ossenmacher is God. Well, I think Lynn Russell is God. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, I'd just like to say that um, I don't know Tom Denneberg, but he sounds like some kind of idiotic jerk. Enough of the sucking. Have a, have a great life, pal. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. Oh! It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo damn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a damn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a damn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last damn time. I want somebody to use his brain to not come out of a damn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a dog dying. What is this ponderous, man? Ponderous, ponderous. <laughs> Well, hello. Hi there. I'm your new neighbor. I'm entertaining guests, and I seem to have run out of coffee. Well, come in. Would, would, would Bulger's coffee be too good for your guests? Oh, that would be just perfect. Mm. How could I ever repay you? Oh, I'll think of something. Well, have a nice party. Hey, you uh, met your new neighbor yet? Oh, I just popped in for coffee. Bulger's Coffee, for those budding relationships. Thank you, Scott. 138. Isn't it something to hear his voice again? I think I'm getting a sore throat just from hearing it. North Miami Beach. Hey, Neil, what's going on? How you doing, sir? Pretty good. I bet you're happy. Your weekend's right around the corner. No, I'm not. i got to be here on Monday. Everybody, we just get screwed over so bad. Are you working Monday, Johnny Dark? Even Johnny Dark has to play that slush on a holiday, sir. How do you like that? Wow. And he's threatening to boycott. He's so pissed off about it. But he <laughs> needs the money too bad. Well, at least, uh, at least... I hope Fleetwood Grover's listening. Johnny said if he's got to work Monday, he's walking out. <laughs> and we'll be right behind him, about 400 yards. Well, I'm kind of curious. Did you hear anything about that new Dice movie? Did I hear? Yeah, some, somebody went down there and saw it at that one theater, said it was pretty good. It was. You saw, saw it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, he said it was good. Of course, that doesn't mean anything. I think uh, he was a relative. But... Maybe it was Johnny Dark. Yeah, I doubt it. That's a little too racy for Johnny. <laughs> So what else is going on up there? That's about it. Everybody's bailing out of here. They're closing up the whole place and nailing the board shut on the outside and all going home for a long busman's holiday. Mm. That's it. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, talk to you later. See ya. Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, I got a story for you. Okay, we're ready. We can handle it. Good. Uh, down on the beach last Friday, walking down uh on the beach, it's by A1A and East Los Olas in front of the elbow room. A1A, oh, the elbow room. A1A, you're gay one way, yes? Yes, you know, yeah, right down there by the Biltmore. 
Anyways, yeah. uh, right in front of the lifeguard stand, I'm, I'm walking along, and what do I see? I see two women, and gorgeous women, not not roof roofs, but you know, uh, sunbathing their breasts. And I, I just want to know, with with all the morality and everything that these people preach, you know, you know, no new dancing in the bars and serving alcohol, and, and Nick Navarro and his uh, <clears throat> stormtroopers, where the hell are they? And they, they want that family. I don't want anybody else. Yeah. You know, and they want that, that it's going to be a family thing, kill spring break, can't have none of that. And, well, we want families out there uh, nude on the beach, that's what we want. The family that nude bathes together sticks together. Yeah. That's the new motto on the and, beach. You know, I, I would be a Cubs fan, but I'm a San Francisco fan. I like picking the losers. Oh, man, you must be. You know, why do you sound depressed? 12 and 20, uh, what is it, 12 and 28? There's 16 games under 500. I don't understand it. They got Matt Williams and uh, Will Clark and Kevin Mitchell. I mean, they should just be an awesome run-making machine. They have no pitching, but... The best baseball I ever saw was, uh, well, the Cubs lost when they had the went for the pennant like two or three years ago when they went to seven games, and they were just... You'd think that the Cubs, you know, one team was out, and they just... Everyone just kept coming back. You remember that? Didn't go to seven games. It oh, was uh, we lost in five games. Giants wiped his wiped the mat with us. No. Yeah, it didn't go to seven games. We only won one game. No. Yes. A 80... couple years ago, when when they played. Oh, when sir, they, you're when talking played... to a man who lives and dies with the Cubs, and you're suggesting year, I don't know what I'm that's, talking about. That's we the won. Year we split. We split the two games in Chicago, and then the Giants won three straight in San Francisco. We lost in five games, sir. Oh. Well, it was good anyways. I yeah. mean, uh... Well, obviously, you were really into it, deeply. <laughs> Have a great life, pal. Bye. Wow. Talk about people who are confused. I guess it was uh, those boobs he saw on the beach that got to him. We have an open line at Broward, 524-WYOD. Here's a lady in plantation. Hi, Neil. Hi. I'm getting ready for uh, Memorial Day here. I have my potato salad cooking, and uh, I made the hamburgers. And I just wanted to relate to you the Krebs capital of the world I've just come back from. The what? The Krebs capital. Oh, the crab. I thought you said the crab capital. <laughs> what could be called that, too, I guess? I have never had such a, a smell as when you go through the Big Mickey world. You go from ride to ride, and there's all different flavors everywhere. It drives me out of my mind. I guess when it's dark, they just decide it's the time. I don't understand. I'm missing something somewhere. Crepes. Crabs? <laughs> you know, where's, your, where's the cart? Oh, well, why, listen, it's getting late on a Friday, and you want you want sharp material for me? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I, I just, yes, that's all I heard while I was up there. Oh, in other words, you're saying all the little kids on the rides are having a little no, problems. Not little kids. All the old people. All the old people. There were German people there and English people there, and they Boy, there's nothing worse than a German fart. That's got to be the worst. <laughs> that bratwurst and all that sauerkraut. Exactly. Oh, and then man. they have that, when that starts where they serve all that different food. And then you go on one ride, and I guess everybody thinks that since you can't see on the ride, that they can just go ahead and let go. Yeah. Well, they can't see each other, so they have to have some kind of a signal. Oh, I'm telling you, it's the worst if you ever go there. Okay. Bring the mask. All righty. I'll, okay. uh, I'll borrow that nose clip from Tanya Cruz. <laughs> You have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, have you ever gone into a polling booth and pulled the lever and later realized it wasn't the only lever that got pulled? 
I feel like mine's getting yanked just about all the time. Let me tell you about it. Bush is in the White House. I think I'm going to puke. Taxes going up again. Should have voted for the Duke. Oh, we read his lips. The message got through. When Bush talks, it's just Marvel number two. Oh, lying in the White House. Just went up, I can't afford to drive my car His cronies quail and a guy named Dick I don't trust no one named after my Richard Lying in the White House Yes, indeed, he was lying in the White House Oh, Uncle Georgie, stop playing us for such fools Cause everybody knows that lying ain't the way to And then Quayle's still the vice president. Oh! 152 at WIOD. Miami, buenos dias. How's it going, Neil? How you doing? All right. Um, I'm a first-time caller, a long-time listener. Great. And I got a couple questions for you. Okay. That hockey game last night was yes, amazing. Sir. Too bad I didn't see it. Yeah, but you, you missed a good game. And then uh, whatever happened to that, uh, the guy who called about the bridges cart? The, uh, I, I just played it within the last hour. Oh, I, I just got home from school, so I didn't know. Oh, my God. Are you serial? Yeah. You got home just a little sooner, you would have had it. And a cart, too. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a question for you. Maybe you could settle a bed for me and my buddy. Uh, okay. Is Howard Stern really bald, or is that a, his real haircut? That's Elaine Ettor's hair. It's Elaine Ettor's hair? And her old nose. And her old nose, huh? Yep. So he's, he's balder than a... Balder than a cue ball, sir. All right. Have a great life. All right. Have a good weekend. See ya. See ya. What a guy. Good guy. Bad call, but a good guy. Excellent guy. 153 at WIOD. We have an open line in date. You'll never get on, but you might be lucky enough to hold over for Rick and uh, Serpico. What's his name? Uh, uh, Sebastian. Now, don't tell me. Uh, Stewball. Screwball. Um, Selborne. Melbourne. Rick and Selby. Dick and Selby coming up from 2 to 6. Here's a lady in Hollywood who's not there anymore. What a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a payphone in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. How do you like that? I just want to make this short. What is it? I just want to make this short. I've heard that before. I've a bumper sticker and an autographed picture of you and Rick and Scott. You sent probably like a, a stamped self-addressed large manila envelope to WIOD Miami 33141 and put in there exactly what you want, and we'll send it to you. Okay. Thank you, sir. And if you really have put enough postage on there, we'll send you one of Elaine's spare noses, too. Okay. Okay. Go cards. See ya. Go Cards. Yeah, Go Cards. I think they're playing the Mets. Beat the crap out of them. Hello. Neil. Yeah. I've called to say goodbye. Where are you going, sir? Beltsville, Maryland. Would you believe it? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'll write it in my diary. I've lived here for 23 years. I only speak English, and I'm getting the hell out. Well, you're going to the wrong place. They don't like talking to people like you. Well, hey, what can you say? You're not going to Beltsville, Maryland. I swear to God. What I've the hell are you going to do there? I've got a job, and I'm going to school up there. You got, there's no such place. Come on. I swear to God. Really? Yes. Well, put a good word in for us. Tell them we're still on the air up there. Well, I think they're losing sight of them. I think you're all down when the ratings come out, and if they're not good, I, I mean, I've seen the buildings when I've been up there. Yeah. Yeah, and hey. 
a little gasoline goes a long way. A little Vaseline. I think they already slipped that to us, to be honest with you. <laughs> Well, have a, uh, have a great life up there. Give us a call sometime. Collect. We like hearing from Beltsville. Oh, hey, I'll call. You know, I've been listening to you for five years, and I'm really going to miss you. Yeah. Well, our whole, that's our problem. The whole audience moved out of town. We finally discovered it. They're all I getting out. I think so. I think you need to learn Spanish, Neil. See. <laughs> have a good one. As in see this. Okay. Yeah. See you later. 156 in WIB. Is that possible? I mean, we've been trying to convince everybody for all these years about what a godforsaken, uh, d depressing, dank toilet this is. Maybe finally one day they said, you know what? He's right. Let's get the hell out of here. They're all gone. They're gone. And I do notice we're getting a hell of a lot more uh, out-of-town calls lately, too. London and Paris and uh, Beltsville and you name it. We're getting Cheektowaga, New York. Miami. Is this the wrong call? I think I just did Miami. Boca on the star line. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Great. What? Sensational. Hey, there you go. I can Fabulous. How's that? Huh? What's up? Not much. Just calling in to say hello. Okay. See how it's, how's, how it's going there. Yeah. And other than that, that's about it. It's the first time I'm calling in. Well, how was it? How was what? The call. Great. How was, the, how was the experience? It Come was, on. It get with it. Fantastic, unbelievable, orgasmic experience. Neil. On your end. I say, have a great weekend. All right. I'd like to call a couple of people with douchebags. That's why. Now, why didn't you just say that at the beginning? Instead of making a fool of yourself and pretending that you had a reason for calling and asking how I'm doing, you don't care how I'm doing. You want to say something. Sure do it. I do. No, I can't. How you doing? No, I'm you don't. To you, Neil. No, well, that's fine. But just do it. Okay. I like Stand to call up and be a man, I'd sir. I'd like to call Dan, the bass player, a major douchebag. Oh! Now you're talking. And Lena and Mo, all the guys down at ACS, they're major major douchebags. Oh! Good job, sir. Okay. See ya. Have a great life. So you got to butch some of these people up a little bit. Laura brings me a fax that says, could you call Mike at American Express a douchebag? No, I will not call Mike at American Express a douchebag. Ooh, yes, I will, because it says I have some mid-80s Cubs yearbooks for you. Look for them in your box by Tuesday. Now, if I get that 86 Cub yearbook, I may not be able to come in on Tuesday. Oh, man. The one with that Mike Bolecki picture in there, I'm telling you, I can't handle that. Nobody in the world is supposed to look like that. It should be against the law. So thank you so much, the people from uh, whoever the hell this is in Boca. Let's go to uh, Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I, I was listening to your cart today about that, uh, that burp cart. The what? About the burp cart. You yeah. know where everybody's burping on there? Yeah. Well, I just got that same problem. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, it just comes out and... Okay. Well, that's an excellent call to end the week on. I hope, I sure hope he gets that fixed by Monday so he has a good holiday, okay? Yes. Yes, yep. sir. Yes. Uh, I wanted to, wanted to talk to you about uh, bridges, about cars, what? and boats that you talked about earlier. About what? Bridges, cars, and boats. Now, we're talking about bridges over the uh, causeway, not the ones in your mouth. I don't have any, my friend. Okay. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Calm He's down, sir. Take a deep breath. Those are regulated by the United mm -hmm. Corps of Engineers. You knew that, didn't you? No. Well, it is. All bridges over navigable waterways See, if are I, regulated if I knew that, I wouldn't have been asking, see? What's that? I said if I knew the answer to the question, I wouldn't have asked it in the first place. Okay. Well, all I'm saying, sir, is that the United States Corps of Engineers are the ones that regulate bridges over navigable waterways. Over what? Navigable waterways. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So it's up to them to decide what time yeah. the bridges should not be open to the 
Okay, marine traffic. Yes. And what time should they not be open to marine traffic, sir? I'm telling you that they come up with the times. Well, what what is the time? I believe it's at rush hour times, sir, that they are not open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine traffic. So, in other words, any schlep with a boat can come along and back up traffic for that two miles. That is absolutely correct, sir. Well, what kind of a communist bunch of crap is that? That is not a communist bunch of crap, sir. Sounds like you some kind of Neanderthal fascist minute, Tommy Pinko uh, You've got conspiracy to me. Automobiles to one boat. Right, exactly. So the boat is going to stop for five thousand cars. Is that it? No, I think that 50,000 cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do. Man, you better know your laws, mister, because you sure don't. That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed to boat traffic and a hurricane, too. I want the bridges closed, period, okay? I want them closed. I want the bridge tender to go home and watch MTV and get the hell out of our lives. In other words, you I want like those boat, bridges closed. Let them use the Julia Tuttle, okay? You don't, Let them use the MacArthur Causeway. Like I think they ought to go on the George Washington Bridge and jump all the bridge tenders. How do you like that, sir? Well, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid, idiotic jerk. Well, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid, idiotic jerk. Stupid, 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 idiotic jerk. Stupid, idiotic jerk. 1230 at WIOD.